Well, hello, everybody. Good evening. This is Ron Legrand. Welcome to the monthly Gold Club Q&A call. If we don't get any more noise than I've got on this line right now, I think I'm just going to leave this thing open. If the noise appears, I'll shut it down. You have Andy as your operator tonight. Andy is uh, standing by to put you in the queue by hitting star zero. If you hit star zero, he will put you in line to talk to me about property information sheets if you're one that presented it or to ask questions. If you hit star zero a second time, you have just taken yourself out of the queue, so you'll have to hit a third time to get back in the queue. Um, tonight I've got, oh, I don't know, i got a handful of property information sheets here from three different students, one of which who forgot to put, it looks like a her name on it. So Hannah from Lawrenceville, Georgia, if you're listening, make sure that you get in the queue here because you didn't put your name on student name, but I picked up your name off of a comment down here that the apparently the virtual assistant mentioned your first name. So if you know who you are and you live in Lawrenceville, Georgia, and you're submitting me property information sheets, you can go ahead and get in the queue. And also York from uh, Swanee, Georgia, and get in the queue if you're listening. And Joseph Mendola from New Hampshire. I have leads from you three here in my hand, which is all that I got before I left this office uh, late this afternoon. Before I get started, I'll tell you a little bit about where I'm going to be here in the next couple of months. So if you want to take information down with a pencil and paper, you can. This is the month of March. I am going to the Cincinnati Quick Start, which starts this coming Thursday. I'll be there for four days teaching the Quick Start uh, event, which is um, the uh, entry point for most people who get into the business and it's where I teach the basics of the business and really have a powerful four days. We're um, got, oh gosh, I don't know, maybe 125 people registered for that event, so it'll be a fun four days. And uh, follow that by March the 23rd, I'll be in Houston doing an all-day seminar, which is a new one. It's called The Five Fastest Easiest Ways to Make Money in Real Estate Without Using Your Money or Credit. I will be doing that on the 23rd and on the 24th. It looks like I'm going to go to Austin and do the same seminar. So you guys in Texas, listen, uh, uh, you, you may not, you're not even aware of that yet, so you might want to call our office and get registered if you're in the area. Uh, there's no charge for those two uh, one-day events. In April, I'm going on a cruise with Beverly. We're going to be leaving on the 7th and come back on the 14th, and she's taking me down to Mexico, so I'll be privileged to look at ruins or as I refer to them, rocks. So I'll be trapped on that boat for seven long days. You can rest assured that I'm going to get some work done during those seven days. All right, when, as soon as I come back, i got to hit the road heading for Houston. I'm doing the Houston Quick Start event on the 17th through the 20, 20th of uh, April. 17th through the 20th. Got a lot of Houston, or got a lot of Texas folks looking forward to that event because I'll speak Texas at it because Texas does have different uh, lease option rules than any other state. And following that, I'll be in um, one day uh, on the 27th in Atlanta with uh, Dustin, my friend Dustin, who runs a group up there, and that'll also be the five fastest, easiest ways to make money in real estate. And on the 28th, I'll do the same one in Charlotte. So the 27th in Atlanta, 28th in Charlotte. And then in May, our business management boot camp will be here in Jacksonville, the 3rd, the 4th, and the 5th. 
followed by an Atlanta quick start. We're changing the schedule a little bit, and we're going to go to Atlanta 15th through the 18th for the quick start there. So that'll take us through May, and uh, that's <coughs> far enough out in advance right now. Andy, do you have anybody in the queue yet? Andy, are you there? Andy must be talking to someone. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, our first question will be coming from Paul. Paul, please go ahead. All right, Paul, where are you from? Hi, I'm I'm Paul from Florida. Okay. And uh, on your acts, on the script for acts, when you're talking to the seller, you mentioned in there that then I'll assign you the lease so they can pay you direct or pay the bank. When you assign this lease to the buyer, does that automatically just revert back to the seller? Well, yes. When I when I get into a lease with the seller and assign it to the buyer, buyer then pays seller rent with certainly both of them's consent. Both of them sign written agreements. Both of them clearly understand what's going on. Okay, but I don't need any other paperwork to you know from the buyer to the seller, do I? Uh, yes, you do. There. Do you have my Axe course, Paul? Yes, I do. Well, it's right in there. You're going to need a general release signed by both buyer and seller? Yeah, I know that, yeah. And you should get the attorney to get your CYA letter signed, or seller's acknowledgement is what it's called, uh, by the seller. Yeah, that I understand. But I don't have to do another, uh, another lease uh, signing. No. Okay, all right. That's all I want. If you're signing the lease, yeah. all your buyer is going to assign, assign is an assignment. He's going to accept your assignment of the lease from your company to your right. buyer. Right. But and that there's back. more paperwork. Now, don't do this without an attorney, Paul. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a lawyer, so I will depend on an attorney, yes. Good. Okay, that's it. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Andy. Else? Okay, our next question will be coming from Hannah. Hannah, please go ahead. Oh, Hannah, the mystery shopper here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this Yeah, hi, Ron. Um, hmm. I got all these sheets, and I had idea how to go about it, but I'm not sure. So I just say, let all me right. get it to you. Well, let's now, start if, with if the, the house is if the house is occupied, and the person say when the property is sold. Then they, they remove. So what can I do about that? All right, Hannah. First of all, let's start with your leads. You have four. Okay. I'm looking yes. at the one on Oak Springs Drive. Pull that one out in front of you. Now, all you guys listening, yeah. get your pencil and paper. It. Hold on a minute, Hannah. Get your pencil and paper out, guys, because you're going to want to write down these numbers as I go through these prospects. Or you know, I'm going to lose you in the conversation. And I did neglect to mention at the beginning of the conversation that if you are a Go Club member, obviously you're capable of participating, asking questions, and submitting property information sheets. If you're not a Go Club member and you're listening to this call, then you're on a different uh, call-in code and you are in a listen-only mode. So if you're not a member, go to ronsgoldclub.com and go ahead and get signed up so in the future you can be part of this conversation. All right, Hannah, I'm looking at Oak Springs Drive. And it says that the asking price is a hundred and a quarter, and the loan is ninety-five, but the payment's only seven hundred dollars a month. And the seller said yes, they will lease purchase. 
and, and um, at the bottom, the comments from the VA. Is this a VA calling, or was this you calling? No, it's a VA. Okay. Uh, so what is your question on this one? They said they would lease purchase. Your comps show that it's worth just about exactly what the seller's asking. So the question is, do you, why don't you have this under contract by now? Yeah. What do you need? Okay, so it's, it's a lease option? Yes. Okay. Sellers already said they at least purchase it. So so um, in this case, it would be this option for what the seller wants, and then I would ask the seller to um, bring some money, and if the seller, not seller, the buyer, but if the seller wants some money, then I will consider that when I'm asking the tenant buyer for the deposit. No. Wrong no. answer, Hannah. Wrong answer. Oh, wow. When, okay. we lease, when we lease option properties from sellers, we don't give them any money. Never have, never will. Sellers, okay. At least we haven't on the last seven or 800 deals that I've done. Yeah, maybe maybe it's different in Lawrenceville, Georgia. I'm no, no, sure. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We do not give the seller money. Uh-huh. Your goal is to get to the house, get a uh-huh. lease option agreement signed, Try to get the price down a little, but that's not your main concern. And your your rent will be seven hundred dollars. Your rent will be equal to their payment of seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. In this okay. case, they have it. They want what it's worth, so you would probably do an axe deal. Do you uh-huh. do you understand axe? Yes, I understand it. I think I understand it. Yeah, because it's it's um, it's not anything. Um, uh, they want this amount, and it comes. It's just about the same. So you do a ask deal, and and the person, the tenant buyer, will um will be obliged to buy it for the balance on the loan. That's correct. After a period of time. Well, and this I should do it for try for ten years. Well, in this case, now it's not over financed. So you're going to, in fact, I'm looking at the bottom, and it says mm-hmm. that the seller, the seller wants you to own the property within three years. So mm-hmm. in this case, you're probably going to wind up with a three-year lease, which is enough in this case, Hannah, because mm-hmm. all you're going to do is assign your lease to a tenant buyer, get a check for $5,000, and let them start paying the seller. Three years is plenty long enough since the property's not overfinanced. So it would be an axe. It's an axe. Okay, and um, with the axe deal, after you um, do the paperwork, the agreement with the with the tenant buyer, and you want to get out of it, do you ha- have to do the same lease? Um, Anna, stop. Oh. When you sign your contract to the tenant buyer, you are out of it. <clears throat> You're done. Okay. Okay. Buyer starts making payments to seller. Okay. Okay. Do, do you have my axe course, Hannah? Yeah. Oh, I got it. I got everything. Well, you better get back there and listen again because it's step by step in that thing. Um, so yeah. your, your yeah. next step is to call mm-hmm. the seller, make mm-hmm. the appointment, go see the house, take the lease option agreement from the Gold Club site, 
that's mm-hmm. at the bottom, the one with the table of contents in it, mm-hmm. and get the seller to sign that agreement and make it clear to the seller that you're going to find a buyer that you approve mm-hmm. and then let them approve them and assign your contract to them. Okay. Can you do that? Yes. Well, there's an easy $5,000 in this deal. Do you know why this is an easy sale, Hannah? Because everything just, unless he changes his mind, everything just there. Listen, you have a 2,300-square-foot house with four bedrooms and three baths and a $700 payment. People are going to be fighting you to take this house from you, fighting you, standing in line. You probably will get $10,000 out of it. Maybe. So go oh, get another wow. contract. Okay. Hey, what's the worst can happen? Well, just people. What's the worst can happen? And a, just a, a, a gallon of gas. <laughs> worst can happen is you go make a mess, right? No, I won't make a mess. I don't think so. <laughs> I said, what's the worst that can happen? And that's the make a mess. Go make a mess. Make a mess. Make a mess. All right. Yes. Well, what's going to happen if you don't go do anything? Don't have anything. Be deceived. Correct. So go make a mess. Okay. All right. Let's get this second one done. You got one on Lilburn in Lilburn on uh, Bruce Way. In Lilburn. Yep. This one's free and clear. And the seller's asking eighty-six. Oh, okay. Bruce Way. Yep. Oh, okay. Sellers asking yeah. 86, but they said they will not own or finance, and, but it is vacant. Uh, but at least, uh, she says a lease purchase is not possible and an owner finance is not possible, and they just want to sell outright. So mm-hmm. what do you do with a lead like that, Hannah? Nothing. Correct answer. You turn it over and you use the back for scratch paper. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. don't, it won't do you any good to send it to me if it says mm-hmm. no, they won't sell with owner financing, and no, they won't lease purchase. There's nothing else we can do with them. Got it? Okay. Yes. All right. Let's look at your next one. Same problem. No, they Which will one? not lease Which purchase. Which one is that? I'm on uh, Lee Patrick Drive. It says Lee no, Patrick. they will not lease purchase, and it's got a loan on it. It's dead, 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 dead. Kill it. Mm, All right, and yeah. your okay. last one, School Sideway. It's got a mm-hmm. $100,000 loan with an 850 payment. They're asking mm-hmm. 2399 Seller thinks it's worth that. Your comps say it's only worth 151 but your comps are wrong, Hannah. Uh-oh. Let me tell you how I know they're wrong. Okay. You got a 2,644 square feet, two bed or four bedroom, two and a half bath. There's no way it's not worth more than 150 in Lawrenceville. Oh, okay. You're, you're looking at bad comps. Yeah, that's a big house. But the seller has said yes, they will lease purchase. Uh huh. So it, in this case, it, at the comments at the bottom, it says they will with a down payment. You need to just get on the telephone with them and say, look, and I, I can lease purchase your property, but I will not put up money to lease purchase it. I will find a tenant buyer that we both approve, put them in the house, and have and let them pay directly to you. The, in other words, the act script verbatim. Okay, got, got act, it? 
Yeah. Yeah. So they can't get any money. Unless well, they're not getting okay. any money. If they want to do a yeah. lease purchase, they don't get money. Yes. So if you can't get over that hurdle, you might as well walk, let it go, because if they get the money, you can't get paid. Uh-uh. Yeah. All right? Okay. You got one good deal out of the four. That's pretty good. I got, I got a few more. But I can't okay, do them. Okay, but later on, let it, if there's no. chance. Okay. Can't, can't do them tonight. But I can tell you that they're all going to be the same, Hannah. When you get yes answers, you follow up and you go get it in writing. It's not that simple. Okay. Now you got to take the next step and pull a trigger. Okay. So, excuse me. Uh, um. Okay, like on the do you see the say if the house has a large mortgage, if you agree, if you can agree on a price and we can accept responsibility for repairs, would you consider lease purchase? The person said no. Then it say if no, I ask the question. They say no. So. Okay, then it's a no, Hannah. Yeah. It's a no. Put it in the trash. Mhm. Yeah. You got okay. enough to do to follow up on the yeses. You can't worry about the nos. Okay. All right. All right. Well, get off the phone. Let me get somebody else on here. Yeah. Yes. All right. Sure. Uh, Andy, who else yeah. we got here? Okay, our next question will be coming from Joe. Is that uh, Joseph um, Mendola? Joe, please call. Uh, Joe, is that you? It's me. How are you, Ron? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Good. Okay, I got, what, three from you. Let's start, right. Let's start with the one on Lincoln Street in Concord, New Hampshire. Okay. It says it's got about a $70,000 mortgage, the best your VA could tell because the seller wouldn't answer the question. Mm-hmm. Seller's asking two twelve five. thinks it's worth just about that. You don't have any comps on here, so I don't know. But it's got a $1,500 payment on it, and the big one is they said, yes, they will at least purchase it. All right, I assume you did not talk to the seller yourself? No, I just got this this afternoon, so I wanted to talk to you first. <laughs> All right. Well, what is it you want to know about it? Well, um, I, I, I guess um, the I, I did do a little research this afternoon. He paid two twelve five for it back in two thousand five, okay. and and the, so with my comps, the 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 property is worth uh, about one eighty today. All right. Well, that's not too bad. Obviously, it's an axe deal, right? Well, well, it's not that obvious to me. Like, like Hannah's first one, where the mortgage, there's, there's free, there's equity in the house. Joe, stop. Go ahead. If he, if if he wants two twelve, and it's worth one eighty, what else do you need to know that, but to know that it's an axe? Well, negotiate him down to the one eighty. Well, perhaps, and then, and then but that's a pretty long hike. And even if you did, do you? Is it anything more than an axe? Even if you get him down to 180. Well, isn't there free of... free equity in there, Ron? What equity? Well, he owes seventy thousand dollars on the house. Yes, but you want to negotiate him down to 180, which is its current market value. Where do you get equity? He's got equity. You won't. Okay. So, so then with the with the mortgage being so low, like with Hannah's first one. Uh, that amortizing the mortgage, ha, ha, that doesn't seem to come into play because it, he's going to obviously uh, it buy doesn't. it. doesn't. Okay. Without, I mean, I can make it come into play. Let's say you arrived at 180. 
Okay. Well, I could make it come into play if I had enough reason to, but I honestly don't have enough reason to. But if if you arrived at 180, you can structure it to where your lease purchase is 180 for however many years, okay. and then you don't get the benefit of the mortgage paydown. But it's just as easy to structure it that your uh, purchase price is uh, is a hundred thousand or no uh, hundred and ten thousand dollars plus the mortgage balance at the time you purchase it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, that okay. gives you the benefit of the debt pay down. But if you're going to axe the deal, I mean, it ain't that important anyway, is it? Uh, I see. So you're just going to play off off of what he wants for it uh, in relationship to his market value. Well. What I'm, the point I'm trying to make to you is, if you're selling this house at retail price right now, yeah, it's an giving your tenant buyer the benefit of the debt paydown is not near as important as it is when it's over leveraged. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So, so you wouldn't try to, to get him down to, to do a sandwich lease where you can get some free equity out of it? Uh, not, not if I got to get him down to retail price, and you got a fifteen hundred dollar payment on it. Joe, yeah. and it's only a 1,300-square-foot house, so no, uh, no way yeah. I'm going to okay. deal. Gotcha. It's an okay. act or nothing. Okay. So what do you do next? What am I going to do next? Yeah. I'm going to go see if I can get him to uh, lease purchase it and assign it to, uh, okay. to the next right. guy. All right, so what's your next move? What's the next thing you got to do? Well, the next thing I have to do is, is to get him to agree to do a lease purchase at at right. the comp price of 180. Well, no, yeah, you, you don't go. You're not that blunt. You got to get him on the telephone. You got to see how flexible it is. And the way I'd go about it is, I'd say, I say, look, David, you want 212. I can't find a comp in your area worth more than 180. Can you tell me how you got to 212? And let's mm-hmm. see if he if he admits right then and there that he knows he's too high. Well, the answer is he, that's what he paid for it because it was a sold house. He paid two twelve and two thousand five. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. He, he knows that if he paid two twelve and two thousand five, it ain't worth that now. Mm-hmm. You know, most people fully aware of that. That's okay. not the question. The question is: Is he willing to take what it's worth today? Yeah. Or not? And then, and then, if he is, now he's flexible enough for you to go see the house. But even if he doesn't come down that far, David, <clears throat> on an axe deal, it's really not that important to you. Yeah. Unless he comes only down to two hundred, you can still move the house and pick up a check for five to ten grand. Got it. All right. So let's move on then to um, one that you don't have an address on. Yeah, I don't have the uh, A one do A Martin. I guess that's going to be the same uh, yeah. same boat. He, he's my neighbor up the road here. <laughs> okay. Uh, two forty seven loan, fourteen forty nine payment, which is very good. Three eighty nine asking. You think it's worth three twenty? But the, the, look at the PITI. See, it's a the house has a has a, a okay. The, the the PITI is 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 what what the top rent would be about twenty four hundred bucks. It's got a uh, the front has got a view of the White Mountains in New Hampshire, and in New Hampshire, when you have a panoramic view like that, you pay a view tax. So his his taxes on this house are ninety two hundred dollars a year. So what? He's also on 3.6 acres in a 2,600-square-foot house with a four bedrooms and three baths. This house right. will be gone like a rocket. But since he's asking 389 and, he, and you think it's worth 320 it's an axe deal, pure and simple. Yep. So Pure and simple. Okay. All you, all and, you, and, 
So right. instead of instead of doing the, the language for the for the mortgage amortization, you're just going to do it for the three, for the 320 and take the money and run. Well, you say it's worth 320. He thinks it's worth 389. At least he's trying to believe make you believe he is. He's got to come down some. Yeah. See, here's the story behind the story. It, the reason why I got it, it's an expired listing. He just took it off the market. He had it on there for 245 days and brought it down from 398 to 389. And I did my comps on it, and it's only worth 320. But the reason why it's not selling is because of a, you know, $800 a month uh, tax bill. That's. But you still got a $2,389 payment on a $350,000 house, man. There ain't nothing wrong with that. And anybody well, yeah, that wants to live right. there knows that the taxes are going to be higher, do they not? Right, exactly. But that's why it hasn't sold either. <laughs> no, I think it hasn't sold because it's priced too high, and and anybody can see it. Okay. And and he couldn't talk the real uh, the realtor couldn't talk him into getting down where it belongs. Right. So now you got to get on the phone and find out if he's really serious because he is. It says job transfer, so he is leaving. Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure he don't want to leave uh, making that payment from afar. So you get him on the telephone, just point blank tell him, look, you got to get it down to 320 or you can consider me out. Okay. And I will at least purchase it for the 320 and uh, start making your payments. As soon as I find a tenant buyer, we both approve, period. Yep. Okay. You know what to do then. Yep, I do. Thanks. All right. On this next one, um, free and clear, 290 asking. You think it's worth about that. And he has said no to seller financing, but yes to lease purchase, correct? That's correct. 2,200 square feet, 3-2. Is that five acres? Yeah, th two of them are wet. It's a, it's a little mini mini horse farm. He's got a barn there. Pretty good chunk of uh, land, though. Moving to a new home. Oh, and it needs $10,000 worth of cosmetic work. Yep. All right. So um, I'm him. Call me. Okay, uh, Ron, I'd, I'd like to do a, um, a lease option uh, with you, uh, and uh, you know I could uh, I could uh, buy it for for two for two forty five, and uh, you know set up the payments uh, for a uh, um, you know payments based upon a four percent mortgage uh, fixed for thirty years. What the heck are you talking about, man? Doing a sandwich lease. What are you lease. talking about? Doing a sandwich lease. A sandwich lease. What are you talking about? First of all, there ain't no amortization. There ain't no interest in a lease. I don't. I don't know where your language is coming from. Oh, that's right. That's let right. Me, uh, let me tell you the right way to do it. All right. I'm gonna do okay. it. And you're gonna do it again. Okay. You're him. You're Raymond. Hey, Raymond. This is Ron. I'm calling you back on the house that my uh, assistant talked to you about the other day. You got a minute? Yep. Okay. Listen, it says here that you're asking 290. Um, I can't find any comps that come anywhere close to that. Can you tell me how you got that price? It's the assessed value of the property. Well, you and I both know the assessed value doesn't mean anything. Have you done any market research on it? No. Or had any comps done on it at all? No. All right. Do you know how to do that? Well, yeah, I can call a local realtor. Or you can go on Zillow.com or any other oh, Zillow, yeah, site. Right. Okay, so I guess my question is, are you flexible on that price? Are you willing to come down if, if you convince yourself that you're too high? Yes, I, I am. It says here that you will uh, do a lease purchase on it. 
Um, that's probably my best bet for the house. I can lease purchase it if I come out there and take a look at it. So uh, if I did lease purchase it from you and I took on the responsibility for all of the repairs, what's, how low can we get that monthly payment? Oh, um, the, the payment amount? Oh, $1,500 a month. $1,500? Well, yeah. uh, Raymond, what do you think the house would rent for right now? Um, well, I did look on Zillow. <laughs> Zillow said it would rent for 18 <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm taking on the responsibility for all the repairs, Raymond, and I'm doing all the work here, and uh, I'm managing whoever we put in that property if I stay in the deal. So I'm going to have to have a, a, a lower uh, rent for that in exchange for me taking on the responsibilities that normally you would keep if you were uh, doing a normal rental. So can we get that down to 1000 Whoa, that's that's really kind of low. Um, how about thirteen hundred? All right, we'll split the difference then at twelve. After I come out and take a look at the house. All right, what kind of a term did you have in mind, Raymond? Well, I'm, I'm building another house, and uh, mm -hmm. so I'd like to get out as soon as possible. Probably two years. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we iron that out when I get there? I just want to mm -hmm. know that you're flexible and you're going to work with me. And if you say that that you are, then I'll come out and take a look. By the time I leave, we'll okay. either have a deal or we won't. Is that fair? That's, that's fair. Yep. Okay. Then um, are you married? Oh, yeah. All right. I'll need to come when you and your wife are there. Okay. And one more question. If I do come out and take a look and I like the house and you like me, are we ready to get some paperwork done while we're there? Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay. I will make an appointment, and I'm on my way. Mm -hmm. Did you uh, notice, uh, Joe, that all you did was ask me questions, and I answered them with a question, and now it was up to you to give me the answers? Yeah, that's right. Yep, that's, right. that's what you saw. I completely okay. forgot about that. <laughs> so in other words, I didn't blurt out any stupid offers without finding <laughs> out from you first what you wanted? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't ever make that mistake. Don't ever tell somebody what you're going to do till you find out what they want you to do. Right, right. Just a little practice, man, just a little practice. Yep, you got it. Okay, so you told me you wanted to do business with me. I made it very clear what my intent was, and you said, come on. So at that point, I'm coming on. Hmm? Now, you could have just as easily talked yourself right out of doing business with me if you weren't careful, but you didn't. Yep. <laughs> so you, you did good. Okay. <laughs> All right, so this, this is a sandwich lease then, right? Um. I don't know. Uh, it really depends on what it would rent for. If I did get him down to 1200 and I thought it really would go to about 2000 then I'd probably stay in it because he's mm -hmm. still at retail price, even if I get him down some. Mm -hmm. So I might sandwich it, or I might just assign it. Okay. No sense of even going over that right now until I get out the house, see what I'm dealing with. But remember, it needs $10,000 in cosmetics. Right. So when I get to the house, I'm going to drive him on down, probably get okay. him down to around 250 tops. Mm -hmm. Got it. Now, I'll tell you something else. You guys all listening should make a note of this. When you got free and clear house like this, just remember they got no payment to make. So you put yourself an incentive. You can build an incentive right into this thing to get a lower price if you if you get the buyer in there and get him cashed out early. So let's say I got him down to two fifty. Uh, I'd build in a little paragraph. I say, all right, well listen, Raymond. 
Uh, I want you to make me a deal right now. If I get this thing cashed out within the first 18 months, I want that price. I want I want price to go down to 230. So you see what I just did? Yep. Put that one little line right in the option. And if I do get cashed out within the first 18 months, I just made another 20 grand. Right. And the truth is, if I don't get it cashed out within 18 months, it's probably not going to cash out within 38 months. So, so that's it. Got it. All right. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you, Ron. All right, Andy. You got York on there yet? No, I don't, but I do have uh, Chris. Would you like to take his question? Yes, I would. Where are you from, okay, Chris? Okay, Chris, please go ahead. Hello, Ron. This is Chris. I'm from Michigan. Michigan. Okay, what part of Michigan? Lansing. Oh, okay. I was just up there on the other side of the state here last week. So. Which side? Speaking in Grand Rapids. Oh, yeah. I know where it's at. A few minutes or so. I, I spoke at the uh, Amway Center, which, what a humongous place that is. Mm-hmm. Need a cab to get around in there. Yeah, I believe it. <clears throat> it's a pretty nice town. I like Grand Rapids. Yeah. All right, what's on your mind tonight, sir? Okay, um... My girlfriend has a house that she owes, let's see, she owes 215 um, The house is worth, um, AVR is about 190 She has a first mortgage that is 120 and a second mortgage that's 95 What I want to try to do is get that second mortgage reduced down to whatever I can possibly do in order to get her right side up again. And, of course, the lower I get that second, the better off. Is she uh, behind on payments? No, but she can be. I mean, she can stop any time she wants. Well, I hear you, but you're also expecting her credit now. Be careful when you do that. Right. But if she doesn't, if we... Ruin their credit while while they're playing this Monopoly game with the bank. Well... We don't want to be upside down either. Why? Or, I mean, it's, do you intend to why? sell the house? Um, we could sell it, yes. Or do you intend to sell it? Um, it's up in the air. Whether it, depending if if it's not, if we can uh, get the second reduced down where it would be a reasonable price, then we probably just stay. And well, if not, then we'll just get rid of it. Well, come on now. Let's think this through. Okay. First of all. If you don't need to move, what do you care if it's overfinanced or not? Okay, well, this is the um, the second mortgage. The problem is the second mortgage. It was a a ten year loan, and then uh-huh. they say that oh, don't worry about it. We're going to just refinance it. But right now, all we're paying is interest. So what? No, that's all you're paying anyway, pretty much. Well, in five. In five years, they're going to jack that second payment up. Well, why don't you worry about that five years from now? (laughs) What do you care right now? Do you realize you are creating a problem for yourself? Okay. Because you're a little bit overfinanced. If you don't need to move, you have no reason to worry about what's owed on the balance. If you do move, you're going to have a payment very similar to what you're paying somewhere else. So, you know, you gain nothing 
Mm-hmm. And worst case, if you want to sell the house, get a buyer first and then short sale the second. Because until you have a buyer, it's all a moot point. Okay. Um, well, I was I was just reading, uh, listening to some of. The, I haven't listened to all of your courtship, yeah. but um, I did listen to part of it, and it said that if like like if I wasn't related to her and or not related, but wasn't yeah. involved with her, I know where I would, you're going, but that's assuming okay. that the payments are in default and the seller's credit's already screwed up, and that's not true here with your girlfriend. And if if you ever want to make her your wife, you better not screw up her credit, man. <laughs> Because once you've done that, she's not going to like you much for it. Uh huh. Well, that may be true, uh, but she might like me a whole lot if if I was able to get that second mortgage down to like ten grand or something. You're not going to make that happen unless she goes in default, Chris. So get that through your head. It ain't going to happen. Okay, but she's willing to do that. She's willing to go into default. Yeah, but that's probably because you talked her into it. I don't. <laughs> I am telling you that is not your best strategy. I wouldn't. Okay. Do. I'd simply put it on the market and find a buyer for it and 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 short sale it. You'll have no problem getting the seller. I mean, the second mortgage holder to discount down to what the current retail value is. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And even then, your girlfriend's going to take a little credit ding, you know. Okay. Well, like I said, she's willing to do that. Well, she's going to have to to short sale it. But I, I'm going to come right back to where we started, man. Why does it matter that she's overfinanced? Why do you care uh, if you have no urgent need to sell the house? Well, we don't have an urgent need, but we think that maybe we want to move. We want to have all our options available. That's all I'm trying to... Well, then put the house on the market. List it with a realtor. If they find a buyer, fine. If they don't find a buyer, just keep living there. Uh-huh. Okay. And the good news is that the realtor can list the property for whatever you guys agree upon because it's not going to hurt your girlfriend whether they list the property at 170, 180, 190, it makes no difference to her. Cause she's because she's not going to be money. a short sale. No, right. Yeah, okay. So if they list the property at maybe 170, they'll probably get it sold. And, of course, they're going to have to tell the buyer that it's a short sale prospect anyway. Uh-huh. So what's the harm? There's nothing, absolutely nothing for you to lose or her to lose here by trying. But to let her payments intentionally go into default is not the right angle to play. Uh-huh. All if, right. uh, if she does a short sale, though, is, is there some kind of... Uh, tax consequence, like she has to pay taxes on the money. Depends that, on uh, what she paid for the house. Okay. It, look, if the, if there are tax consequences, sir, they're the same whether you discount the second or whether you short sale or let it, whether you let it go into foreclosure. Okay. It's forgiveness of debt. Tax consequences are the same. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, Ron. All right. Okay, Andy, who's next? Okay, our next question will be coming from Sean. Sean, please go ahead. Sean, where are you from? Hey, Ron, I'm out in Phoenix. All right, what can I do for you today? 
well, my buddy Kent and I, our biggest question is when we're calling sellers on properties um, and they're open to lease optioning or owner finance, but they've got tenants in them um, and they still have leases and all that kind of stuff, how do we deal with that? You tell the seller, um, well, if you're buying them with owner financing, it's easy. You just go ahead and buy it with the tenant intact. No big deal. Then you wait till the lease expires, and then you guys jointly decide what you're going to do about it. Okay. You do the same thing with a lease. Now, if they've already leased it to a tenant, then you better have that lease in your hand because you may not be able to lease it from that point on until that tenant's gone. Okay. In other words, they can't lease it twice. Without right. So if, it, so if, they have, if the tenant has a rental agreement, you're saying, then we can't come in and lease up? No. If the tenant has a rental agreement, then uh -huh. they can lease option it to you, but you darn sure better have an attorney read that um, that agreement to make sure there's no exclusion in there or something going to get you in trouble. But if okay. that person has the option to buy now, there's no way they can give you the same option to buy. I see what you're saying. Okay, right. Well, we we it seems we we're running into like they're they're just straight tenants, not not lease option tenants. They're they're just straight up rentals. Then you can do whatever you darn well please. Whatever you even though even though they're in the middle of a lease. As long as they don't have I the guess. option to buy. Okay. Uh, if they're in the middle of it, you said they were straight rental tenants, so you're contradicting yourself now. Or do they have a lease or do they have a rental agreement? I guess my question, well, I guess my question is, is if they're renters. If there's renters in the property that we want to take over through a lease option um, and they're in the middle of their, you know, say a year rental agreement, yeah, how do we handle that? Do they have a lease or do they have a rental agreement? Well, I guess I wouldn't know. I, I this is know a, that. If they have a lease, then your attorney would have to f see if there's anything in that lease that would prohibit you from lease optioning it. Now, I know you've got to leave the tenant in there and let that term run out. I know you've got to honor the agreement that the seller has with them. So the okay. question is, is there anything in that agreement that would prohibit you from lease optioning it from the seller? Okay. So you're, well, you're okay. I get and i tell you what, that's a big sales p uh, pitch for you. Who else do you know that's going to buy the house and take over the existing tenant and the existing lease without without having to try to change anything? Okay. Now, would we would we try to turn them into lease option tenant buyers Absolutely. right away? Absolutely. Absolutely. Try to get money out of them. Increase, you know, how much more can they pay per month? All that good stuff. Absolutely. And even okay. And even if they can't give you a bunch of money. I'd give them the option to buy just so I could push the responsibility for repairs onto them. Yeah, because we don't want straight, you know, we don't want tenants. Right. right. Yeah. Well, that, that would be a shorter option to buy, but still, in other words, I'd give them the option to buy for at least the rest of the term of their lease. Uh-huh. And make them, okay. sign, make them sign. Well, at that point, at that point, you could... Uh, totally make them sign a new lease if you wanted to but um, or do nothing you might just do nothing it depends on how long their lease is what is the right average, what's the average term of these things running you know a year I guess I guess a year is pretty popular 
Well, I, I tell you what you can do. You can just leave their lease in place and have your attorney add the, they'll do the repair provision to an option agreement and let them sign the option agreement. Uh -huh. And then the consent that they're going to do the repairs becomes a condition of their purchase, thus justifying it to any landlord-tenant court uh, why they're responsible for the repairs. Okay. Because, you know, people, it seems I'm getting a lot of leads um, where they're occupied with tenants. Well, that, that you can make that a unique selling proposition. Like I said, there aren't too many people out there that are willing to accept that situation. So mm -hmm. in fact, you can even advertise that way. Landlords, I'll buy your house even if it's tenant-occupied. And so our main goal here is to, is to turn them into tenant, or lease option tenant buyers. Yeah, and in, in fact, if you can, if you, if you can buy with owner financing, it makes no difference what's in their lease as long as they because, have an option to buy. Because we own the house now, so we can do what we want. Well, you can't do what you want. You still have to comply with the terms of their lease, but you don't have to worry about you leasing a house somebody else has already leased. Now you're buying a house somebody else has already leased, and as long as you don't disturb that lease, there's nothing. No, there's no concern there. Okay. And you know I'm terribly confusing the rest of our listeners, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still a little confused myself, but um, I guess the the main point is to the main point uh, is you can't lease a house that's already leased, but you can buy a house that's already leased. That's the point. Okay. All right. That that clarifies. That keeps it simple. So no lease optioning houses that already have tenants in them? No, but you can okay. buy them. Okay. Yeah, that makes it simple enough. And you can still get the option on them without getting the lease. This is something you need to see your attorney about, and he'll mm -hmm. show you how to do it. Okay. All right? Yep. Let me see if I can get any other callers here. We're running out of time. Um, about Andy, is York still on here yet? Or is he on here yet? He is not. Okay. Who else do you have in queue there? We actually have no more questions at this time. Oh, my goodness. I just ran him off the phone for nothing then, huh? All right, guys, get your get, get into the queue here. Hit star zero to get a hold of Andy if you have any more questions. And, York, if you're listening, you are running out of time, sir. you got to get in there and get in the queue right now. Go ahead and do it. I'll give you a little bit longer. All right, Andy, will you holler at me when you get somebody in the queue, please? Which means you got somebody coming on now or he would have responded. So. Yeah, I have a question now if you'd like to take okay, it. Okay, fire away. Uh, Ralph, please go ahead. Ralph, where are you at? Hi, Ron. I'm from uh, Edward. Maryville, Illinois. Okay. And I have a uh, property that the seller owes 132. Got it. Once 142. My comps, well, I got them down to 142 after talking to them. My comps show its um, value of 180. But he wants a $10,000, he wants $10,000 down payment. He will do a 
um, subject to. But All right. Then your offer is what's the payment? Uh, Eleven hundred. Okay, and the condition? Um, looks perfect from his pictures. And what size house? Sixteen eighty. Okay, three, three bedroom, two baths. Perfect. Two car garage. If if it were me, I'd just uh, buy it subject to and give him ten thousand dollars cash to mortgage, and that'd be the end of it. Okay, I. The reason I asked about this was your previous caller was talking about you never do. Uh, oh, well, I guess you never pay if you're doing a lease option. But Correct. But you're, you're going to own subject it. Subject to. Yeah, I want to own it. Big difference. So you got okay. what you can do is do a multiple choice offer here, which I love. Multiple offer strategies. You, you going to be right in here? Yes. All right. He was asking how much again? One. One eight. Uh, he, he originally was asking one. Are you? But you got him down to one forty-two. One forty-two. All yeah. right. Didn't tell him this. I'll lease option it from you for one forty-two at eleven hundred dollars a month with a five-year lease, and I'll take on responsibility for the repairs. But you will not get any money. Option or uh, offer number two. I'll buy it from you on, uh, by taking over your debt for ten thousand dollars, and and that and so that makes your purchase price what? Still one forty-two, isn't it? It's still one forty-two. Okay, yeah, you owe one thirty-two. But, but now you own it, and that's enough. The, the, that's two good options right there. You'd put ten thousand dollars down on it to get all that equity on that nice house, wouldn't you? Yes. All right. Uh, what do you think it would rent for? Uh, fifteen to sixteen hundred. Okay. All right, and that's straight rent. You could probably get that up to about eighteen hundred dollars with a little finesse using my down payment assistance program. Right. Or it doesn't matter because you go out there and put it on the market and get twenty thousand dollars and put another lease option tenant buyer in it at its new value of one eighty nine nine. Yep. So when you can buy it subject to and, and own it, you, you've got all these extra strategies, you're in total control, and you never have to talk to the seller again as long as you live. Okay. Now, let's say he doesn't want to just deed it to you and leave the loan in his name. Good. You, then you'll buy it on a wraparound mortgage. Where are you again? What did you say, Illinois or Indiana? Illinois. Illinois. You buy it on a wraparound mortgage. I think you're a mortgage state, aren't you? Are you I'm not trust? sure. You don't know? Okay. Anyway, you'll buy it on a wraparound, whether it be a mortgage or a deed of trust, uh, and give him uh, the same $10,000. But, you you know, it, it, so don't let the subject to thing matter because it doesn't matter to you. It doesn't matter to you whether you buy it on a wrap or whether you take it subject to. It's the same. Okay. He still got to deed you the property, and then you sign it. And so you either you sign a mortgage back to him or you – or you take over the bank loan to make any difference to you. Right. As long as you don't do it personally. Right. So you got a deal there. Okay. Let him let him decide which one works for the best. You know you'll spend so much time trying to choose it won't occur to him you don't have to take either one. Right. All right. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. How about it, Andy? Who's next, man? 
Okay, our next question will be coming from Doria. Doria, please go ahead. Doria, where are you from? I'm in uh, Columbia, Maryland. Close Columbia, to Baltimore. Maryland. Okay. Yes. Got to do for you tonight. Uh, I had sent in uh, several uh, information sheets, but um, after listening to everybody, and these are, these are the first ones I got from the VA, so a lot of them have the no's. There's only one with a yes. Um, all right. Well, who, first, who, before we go any further, Doya, I want you to personally call back all of the no's mm-hmm. because some of those no's are yeses. Okay. Your, your VA just hasn't been fully trained yet. Okay. All right. Um, the yes one is uh, a single family house that uh, Zillow says is worth 200, 200. They're asking 260. Uh, uh, okay. They owe, they owe 100,000 on it. All right. And the payment? The, uh, payment is about 700. All right. So they said, bedrooms, two bucks. they mm-hmm. said they would at least purchase it, right? They did say yes. They were open right. to that. They're building a new house and want to okay. live in four to six months. Well, you're going to have the same conversation that we just discussed earlier. You're going to have to get them on the phone and say, listen, I cannot find any comps that come anywhere close to what you're asking. Can you help me justify what you're asking? And, of course, if they can't, then you have a license to come down. So uh, if they can't give you any justification, then your, your next question is, so uh, are you willing to come down on that price or not? Uh, are you willing to come down to, re, uh, to today's market value, or are you going to keep insisting on asking way more than the house is worth? Because if they are, you ought to pass on it. Okay. Okay. It's one thing when they owe 260 and they're asking 260. It's another when they owe 100 and they're asking 260. If it's only worth 200. Right. Okay. Okay. If reality is not there and their greed is overridden common sense, I would just soon let somebody else deal with them. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Mr. Andy? Okay, our next question will be coming from Kim. Kim, please go uh, ahead. Kim, where are you from? Hi, Ron. Hello. Where are you from? I'm from Maryland. Okay, go ahead. Okay, um, I got a deal. I've already talked to the people extensively. I've gone out and seen the house, and here's the here's the lowdown on it. They want three forty five. It's worth like three sixty three sixty five. Um, the rent is they want twenty five hundred. The rent in the area is like at twenty four hundred, so we might be pushing that a little bit. Um, I. I don't think that this is a stay-in deal. I think this is one of those get-in, lease it out to a tenant buyer and get out kind of deals. But there I'm confused. No there's no doubt. If there's no spread in it monthly, it's definitely an axe deal. Exactly. Um, but I'm confused about the paperwork. Which paperwork should I be? And they only want to do a lease option for like two years. They would really like to sell it outright, but they... they... Well, then I'd try to get them to three. And your paperwork, okay. that you're going to, since you're going to assign this on an axe deal... The paper, okay. paperwork that you want to use is the bottom, the one at the bottom of the list, the lease option agreement at the bottom, and as soon as you open it, you'll see a table of contents. Okay, the one with the table of contents. It looks like it's you know 400 pages long. That's well, it's not, but that, that's <laughs> that's that's the acts agreement. But now you've got a 
uh, well, if you're not worrying about the loan balance at the time of closing and all of that, it's pretty easy to fill out. It's, it's a fixed price, and it's a fixed term, and it's a fixed payment. Pretty easy. Okay, so it's the one with the table of contents, and I just have to go through it and look to see what needs to be fill in the blanks? Go, go into the control without ownership section. Right. Because you're still going to want you're going to get the lease option agreement signed in their home or the next day or whenever, but you're still going to want them to sign a CYA letter and a general release when you find that tenant buyer. And you, right. And you plus you make sure they know that you're going to go find the tenant buyer that they approve. Oh, they already know that. They're, they're cool with that. Perfect. Then perfect. Then that's the one you want them to sign. Just get that lease option agreement signed. Okay, so it's the... Um, I'll tell you, I try to get three years out of them. Tell them the two years is mighty, mighty short uh, in this economic climate. Okay, so it's the one with the table of contents that I want. Yes. Okay. And, and since they have equity in it, right? Oh, yeah, I'm sure they have equity. I don't know how much they owe on the property. She's owned the house for 20 years, so she probably has lots of equity in the house. Um, Ours free and clear. So here, anyway... Well, you shouldn't even be doing this without finding out what they owe. But we, we we know they have a lot of equity. So remember my conversation earlier about getting a discount if it cashes out within the first uh, year, or 18 months. Yeah, I did remember that. The twenty thousand instant money. Yeah. I'd stick that in there. Okay. But All right. So the one with the thing. table contents and the CYA letter and what was the other document? You don't need the CYA letter till the attorney finds your tenant buyer. Then he springs that on them. Uh, okay. I mean, all, frankly, we don't have any problem with that, but you don't want to try to get uh, overload them with too much on the first contact. Just take the lease option agreement out there is all you need. Okay. Now, I do have one one concern, and I'm sure as soon as we figure this out or you tell me what the heck it is, um, it will be fine, and you do it all the time. My concern is that they're going to expect me to rent this place at, X day, you know, like July 1st or something, if I don't get somebody in there July 1st. So is, uh, I'm sure there's something in the contract them. that says I'm not going to. Uh, you're go you're, you're, your agreement should say that the rent starts 30 days after you install a tenant buyer that they like. Okay. 30 days after my rent. Okay. There, therefore... There is no date by which they're going to start. They they know you're not going to write them a check, so what's the difference? Yeah, yeah. So and if they want to put a term on that, then fine, give them a couple two months. If you don't find a tenant buyer in that thing for two months, you don't want to mess with it anyway. Right, right. That's okay. Time. All right, good. So I'm less confused, and that's that's a good thing. Oh, well, that's a good thing. <laughs> All right. Awesome. We'll go get it. Thank you. Let me know how it I works will. out because that's an easy. Ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars check there. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. In that price range. Exactly. Okay, great. Awesome. Thanks. All right, Andy, I'm going to take one more tonight. If you got it. Okay. Our last question will be coming from Charles. Charles, please go ahead. Charles, go ahead. Right. And if anybody else is in the queue, go ahead and hang up because Charles is the last one for the evening. Where are you from, Charles? I'm in uh, Sterling, Virginia. It's in the northern Virginia, D.C. area. Boy, we've got D.C. well represented here tonight, don't we? I guess so. Okay. I have two quick on. questions. Shoot. One is I have a uh, lease option agreement uh, signed with the uh, owner. Uh -huh. Their PITI is $2,365. Mm -hmm. 
This is down in Orange, Virginia, which is where James Madison's birthplace is. So it's about 88 miles from where I am here. But anyway, <clears throat> the property is 3.66 acres. It was built in 1986. And I can't get any good comps in that area because it's a little bit rural. Um, well, wait. And the closest comps don't have that much acreage associated well, what's, with what's, it. What's your lease purchase price? The lease purchase price is 365000 All right. So you're going to ax it? Yes, definitely. I've already explained that. Then what do you uh, care We'll about find them? a tenant buyer that we both agree upon. Uh, then what do you care, thing, do you care for, about comps? It's irrelevant. Just put it out okay. on the marketplace and let somebody come in and is willing to make that payment, and they will on that price range house. Okay. And we initially agreed upon a five-year lease term, and they uh -huh. she sent me an email asking for three years, but I guess that's okay to run with. That's fine. Okay. All right. My second question, I've got a number of FISBOs, at least a half a dozen of them, that I've been talking to, and they don't want to do a lease option. They don't want to owner finance. They want to basically try to cash out. I have not yet gone back to them with a, um, an option to sell the house. No. I wanted to get your opinion. Should I even bother trying no. to do an option sale? No. No. Okay. Turn them over and use them for scratch paper. Sounds good. Because you know what? All right, I'll wait till I get the eight hundred thousand dollar house to do an option sale on. If you got to do an option, you got to have a big spread. You got to have a lot of equity. Yeah. So when you okay. sell it, you got to right. cash out of it. When you cash out of it, especially those higher end houses, you're not going to get top retail price. So you got to sell right. it below market to to, to to sell it. Therefore, you got to option it well below that to make it even worth your while. And when you're optioning, right. when you're optioning eight hundred million dollar houses. You got to get a, you got to get six figures out of it, right? Okay. Well, that covers it. That's the, those are my two questions. Okay. Well, you know, you're you're the only one that actually finds the sellers who wants all cash for their property. I, I haven't heard that from anybody else. It's really interesting. I've got at least a half a dozen of them here. I was just kidding. You know that, don't you? Begging? <laughs> I was just kidding. Oh, I didn't hear you. Most people want full price and retail price for their property. That's why we separate them out real quick and get rid of them. Okay. Got yeah. nothing to do with your area. But you can't do anything okay. with them. Once they're sold right. on that, they're sold on it. Just get over it and set them aside and work on the yeses and forget the noes. Sounds good. All right. Okay, well, Andy, I appreciate your help tonight, sir. And thank you, for everybody, for listening. And, again, we're going to do this on the second Monday of next month. So make a note in your calendars right now, carry you all the way through the rest of the year, and we'll, of course, try to get to you by email as well. So uh, sometimes we reach you, sometimes you don't. Next time, get those property information you see in here as early as you can because uh, if I don't get them by about uh, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, it's going to be too late. I usually leave the office uh, sh uh, shortly before 5. So good luck, guys. Get out there and make some money. And uh, for those of you joining me uh, this week in Cincinnati, I'll see you very, very soon. Good night, everybody.